Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, July 13th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be in the book of Joshua. But before we begin that discussion and reading, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we remember that it is in you that we live and move and have our being. And so we pray that you would be with us each day in ways that we can't possibly ignore, that we would learn to identify more and more your hand and your grace in our lives, and that we would hear you speak this day, for we, we are trying to listen. Amen. Amen. Our scripture text is Joshua 24, verses 1 through 2, and then 14 through 18. Listen for a word from God. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Now, therefore, revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Brett, Joshua seems to be asking the people to make this decision. Why now? Why here? Um, What is he trying to get the people to see or do? I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, this is, I mean, Joshua has kind of, taken the people uh, and, and done much of the conquering in uh, the promised land. Joshua took over from Moses and they wandered in the desert. They weren't allowed to enter. So this is kind of the, um, it's, it's, a, it's a moment of transition, if you will. It's, it's moving from their nomadic lifestyle to a, a stability of this is where they are going to reside. This is where they're going to make their communities. This is where they're going to make their tribes and their places of worship and their and their households and their lives uh and it's at this point where joshua is saying you know uh you know this is 
You know when you're so uh, busy or things are so frenetic uh, that you don't have time to think about it, uh, and so you've just been doing something your whole life? Yeah. Uh, and Joshua, and, and now uh, the, it, life will calm down just a little bit for the Israelites. And at this point, uh, Joshua is, is commending them or asking them to make a commitment of where are you go- how are you going to live your life and to whom are you going to serve? Um, and so it is a, uh, a moment of revelation, a moment of commitment, a moment of covenant uh, that, that the people have a chance to respond to all God has already done. Uh, which is how the people do, right? Uh, the people mention, you know, God's already worked all these ways in our lives. God has already uh, transformed our community in so many ways. We have seen God work, and now it is our uh, chance and opportunity to respond with a commitment to serving God. Um, and so I think that's that's a bit of the context that's going on. What do you, what do you see from the context and then also just from the text itself? Yeah, so, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite passages is from Deuteronomy when um, the Lord God says, when you enter into the promised land, a land of fine wells that you didn't dig Hmm. and Hmm. abundant food that you didn't store up, will you serve the Lord your God? And that's where they are now. Um, These are God's chosen people and God made a covenant with them. God has made all the promises to them and he has led them out of slavery and he's led them through the exodus and all along the way they've complained, they've made false idols, they've done all of these things. But now the thing they've been promised for so long is happening and it means an abundance in a way. And so I love this because I feel like Joshua is saying You know, Joshua knows that the Lord God made the covenant with them. But Joshua is saying, you're going to flourish now. And my question to you as your leader is, who will you serve? Hmm. Um, It's really, um, it is exactly what you said, this beautiful time of transition. And instead, out of their faithfulness and goodness, Joshua leads them in affirming the covenant back to God. That it isn't necessary. That covenant's already made. They're going to be God's people. But Joshua is saying, now is the time to turn from the mistakes that we've made and really focus on serving God in this place that he has delivered us to. And I love it. You know, there are times in my life when I've had to recommit myself to God because there's been some huge transition. And actually, I think a lot of times it happens without a big pronouncement. Mm. Um, but, but sometimes there is a pronouncement and sometimes there is a, and actually I think every, I like to think every Sunday is a time to recommit ourselves Mm. and to say, you know what, um, I will serve the Lord and I'm going to start that by going to church and being a part of this community. Mm. And I may not even get anything out of it today, but this is my act of devotion to God. And so I really love that. Yeah, absolutely. I also love, um, you know, it, it. this scripture in a lot of ways reminds me of um, Steinbeck's book, East of Eden, um, where uh, it's, it's about this whole, you know, family saga. Uh, and within this family saga, that's the main part. If you've seen the movie, it's, it's focused on these two twin boys. 
um, and the uh, central question is is um, you know are you born evil because uh, one of one of one of the parents uh, that these boys come from is just evil embodied in, in so many different ways and and one of the boys who's played by James Dean in the movie uh, feels this weight of you know I have this I have this evilness upon me I can't help but be bad I can't mm-hmm. be good and and so the whole um, uh, central part of, of the book is is this scripture from the Old Testament about Cain and Abel of, of thou mayest, uh, that there is a chance for us and uh, how we respond to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, Joshua is pointing to that of, you know, there you've come from uh, these ancestors who have made mistakes. You've come from ancestors who have not worshipped God. You've come from ancestors, as you pointed out, ha- that have complained and grumbled and and not lived up to their calling. Uh, and now you are at this point uh, where uh, you are not beholden to your ancestors uh, and and the choices that they've made. Uh, and I know many of us ha- can feel the weight of of generational. Um, attributes of, of generational um, selfishness, of generational trauma, of ge- generational insecurity, of, of, of these things uh, that, can, that can limit us to responding to the call God has placed in our lives. Uh, and Joshua reminds us uh, here, and then the people demonstrate it, uh, that, that we are not beholden to the sins of our past, uh, but the grace of God comes anew uh, with every person. You know, I'm going to be like a grumpy old person um, or just a grumpy person. <laughs> Age has nothing to do with it. You know, if you've been to Hobby Lobby, right, you'll see all those signs that say, as for me and my house will serve the Lord. Uh-huh. And I think what bothers me is that that statement only comes after generations of God's faithfulness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's not like I make a great decision. Hey, this is all on me. Joshua knows the history of his people and that it is God who has been faithful and that this is a small thing that he's actually doing. And in fact, we're only able to serve the Lord because of God's grace, right? Um, and so I just feel like, yes, that statement's important, but what's really important is God's faithfulness that gets them to this point. Mm-hmm. So there's my grumpy person moment for the day. Your grumpy, reformed person moment for the day. So much so. (laughs) Our quote today is from J.K. Rowling, who says, It is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. Uh, And and Tara would like to add in uh, to that uh, (laughs) for girls to make good choices today. I'm assuming those are your girls that you're referring to. Yeah, so like every time girls leave the house, I'm like, make good choices. (laughs) Uh, There you go. I hope that when when Kelsey puts the quote up uh, on our Instagram page that she puts yours up. Make good choices, Tara Bulger. Make good choices, uh, Tara Bulger. Friends, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you will come back on Friday. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may God give you grace not to sell yourselves short. Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. May God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hands and work through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. 
Amen. Amen. Amen.